Shifting Lives wishes every woman a happy Women's Day. Enjoy your day, ladies. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Shifting Lives. I'm your host, Zanele Klobo. Shifting Lives is the epicenter of self-growth and development for you who desire to live an abundant life of purpose as you walk into your divinity while navigating life on Earth. It is a home for motivation, encouragement, and spiritual growth. A safe place for vulnerability as well as celebrations. That's all I had for you for today. Thank you so much for listening. Do connect with me. I've put my link on all my social pages on the description of this podcast. Do rate the podcast, rate my episode, and I would really love to hear from you. Send me an email. Give me a shout. Let's connect. Bye. was a very difficult year for all of us it was a year that changed how we saw ourselves how we viewed life and how we are so unsure of what the future holds we all were brought to a realization that life can easily change in a minute and there's nothing we can do about it except to adjust to it now for me 2020 was a completely life-changing year not only because of the pandemic, but because right at the beginning of the lockdown, when the, our president in South Africa announced that we are going under 21 days of lockdown, it was actually my first week back at work from being hospitalized. So I was in hospital for about a week and a couple of days um, due to an ectopic pregnancy. An ectopic pregnancy is when you know the fertilized egg actually gets lodged in the fallopian tube and does not move to the uterus for implantation so the egg continues to develop but in the tube and because the tube is not designed to house a growing um, zygote or fetus it then bursts and when it bursts you get internal bleeding and then you have to rush to theater cleaned up and obviously that tube is no longer functional so i went through that and i was ready to get back to work i was ready to pull myself together i was ready to face life and then the pandemic hit and if i'm honest though i was ready to get back to life it's not that i had dealt with what had just happened to me when we went into lockdown uh, like everybody else we tried and find means to shift our focus from the horror of what reality is bringing to us and you know look at what other people are doing and you know social media was buzzing at that time and people were running to social media for solace for comfort for you know understanding of what this world is happening is coming to and i did that i went to social media and i decided to put my focus on you know shifting lives to put my focus more on what i have been doing before the pandemic and now just do it a little bit more intentionally so i conducted myself in a manner where i just focused on life online i enrolled on courses i interacted with other um, social media influencers young entrepreneurs 
authors all of those people i was in connection with and i was so I was so busy in that area. I was so busy thinking about my my products, thinking about my my brand, thinking about how to reach people, how to adjust to the new normal, and everything else was all about what can the brand bring that will be, you know, helpful for people. I focused on work. I focused on adjusting to the way work was at that time, and one thing i did not do in that season was to try and adjust to what i had just gone through to heal from what i had just gone through to accept what had just happened while i was suppressing those emotions and that hurt i was using work i was using uh, social media i was using focusing on my brand as an excuse to not focus on the pain and so when all of that happened you know like i was blogging i was podcasting i was facebooking i was writing i was doing i was planning i was doing a lot of things i was attempting to produce a lot of things but in all of that my attempts were actually a, a platform or a reason to not deal with the real issue and i found myself honestly in over my head i found myself drowning in 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 anxiety drowning in in self pity drowning in you know depression and sometimes you you don't really realize that you are in that state of brokenness until you are not sure why you are doing the things that you are doing until you are not functioning at your capacity until you are unsure of who you are actually becoming or who you are even in that space and in the midst of all of that i just pictured peter walking on water and how at one point of his life he was so focused and he was walking on water he was well balanced and in a snap just like that his whole focus shifted and he began to drown and as he was drowning he called out lord save me and i i i i won't say it happened in a snap that i realized i was drowning but it was a gradual act of me not being focused on myself me being ignorant of my situation me shutting people out me not wanting to talk about how i was doing and you know people when those who knew i was in hospital and what i was going through whenever they would call me to check up on me i would be so i'd be so like so normal you know and i would flip the situation or flip the conversation so that the focus is not on me and how I'm doing but rather on what life is right now and what we are going through and what is happening around us and that you know when you look at all of those episodes as a person you realize that people aren't checking me up to ask about covid they're not checking me up to check how we are adjusting to the new normal they were checking me out because of what i had gone through but because i was so busy and so focused on other things that i did not want 
to focus on me and I broke down I broke down right in the middle of you know doing all of this busyness things and trying to look all okay and act all okay and eventually I hit rock bottom I I was so depressed I was so I was crying every day but not in a manner where I was confrontational because there's a different cry there's a cry of being lost and then there's a cry of confronting your pain in an attempt to begin healing I was crying because I was feeling lost but I did not want to be honest with myself why I was feeling the way I was feeling so when that you know the season of 2020 came to an end beginning of 2021 I was so I was so miserable <laughs> I remember I looked myself in the mirror for a minute and I hated how I looked I felt diminished of who I am meant to be as a person as a mother as a wife I felt inadequate in my duties as a woman I felt inadequate as my in my duties as a wife the fact that I went through the ectopic pregnancy to me was an indication of a part of me that was no longer serving who I thought I was and I felt like I was I was lost in my own own world. I was completely I was out of it. <laughs> I I I could not recognize the person I was looking at and I could not recognize the person I was feeling inside. I was angry. I was I I I was shut down, silently crying, but I was not confrontational. So when i realized that looking back i have been so busy focusing on everything else and everybody else and worried about how life on social media is and how people are are turning a good situation to a bad situation in a good way how you know we are adjusting to this new normal that i never took time to actually adjust to what i went through i was so focused on other things and not myself and I landed that day looking at the mirror. I eventually asked myself, who am I? And who am I becoming? Is my pain an, an identity? Is what I went through an identity of who I am? And I did not know the answers to that. Uh I was this I was like so close to getting myself into a mental health clinic because I just felt like I could not do it on my own. Um so when everything else was happening when you know the brand was picking up momentum I was caught in the middle of you know taking that time off and you know continuing to fulfill my purpose at the time which i felt was more important than my health you know i felt the brand was more important i felt that if i stop now and take a break now you know people will will forget about shifting lives my purpose will no longer serve itself 
and I just I, I I couldn't bear that I felt like then I would be completely losing myself but when in fact I sat down with myself days later and I asked myself what good am I to the brand if I am not good enough for myself and I remember telling my husband listen I need to go to a mental hospital I am not coping I am not okay and my husband and I had not spoken about what we went through together since it happened I had completely shut him off and I was not coping and he could see I was not coping but every time he would bring the subject up I would just completely shut him off and up to the point where he just let me be until I got to the point where I realized I needed help myself and that's where I was and that's when everything else paused in my life that's when everything had to I had to just break away I had to isolate I had to take time off I did not get into a mental health institution though by the grace of God you know that moment where I spoke to my husband that I want to go to a health institution to a mental health institution I think it broke the wall of how I was dealing with everything and then it allowed the breakthrough of me and him interacting about how I was feeling at that moment I will get into that later however the point I want to bring across right now is the fact that it is okay to take time off to deal with yourself sometimes we focus so much on the purpose that is at hand and we allow the purpose to crowd our wellness to crowd our effectiveness just so we can produce that which we think people need to hear people need to get and that kills the whole purpose in a way because purpose aligns to who you are and we cannot be controlled by us thinking that if I stop from what I'm supposed to be doing then when I get back into the purpose again or when I get back into the industry again people will no longer accept me people will no longer welcome me people would have moved on and we know how fast and how quick social media is however your purpose is just as quick and I learned that purpose does not change it evolves it evolves by through time it involves through what you go through and it allows you to connect with people that in that season need what you have to offer I got to a point where I understood that my purpose was not linked to what was happening in the world but what was happening in my world what was happening in my life and how I was going to produce that experience in a way that fulfills somebody else and makes somebody else understand that life can get worse but also it can get better and how you are just in between is the process to which you come to terms to that and I was released into my healing process right at that moment I was released into understanding that while I was worried about not being able to serve people I was actually depriving myself of the opportunity to evolve from what I'd gone through as I dealt with my emotions so I can connect better when I come out. 
now I know that my purpose has evolved to connect with women who are struggling to conceive, to connect with women who are struggling in their marriage because of fertility problems. You know, I can connect with women that had gone through ectopic pregnancies, miscarriages, and that is something that before my experience, I had no idea of. I had no idea how painful it was to have a miscarriage, how painful it was from one night realizing that you were pregnant and literally hours later having to experience a loss of that very same pregnancy. So one part of you is in celebration and the next thing the other part of you is drowning. So that that made me say, you know what, I am I I I am ready to reproduce that which can help someone else. And me being in over my head was an indication to say, listen, you were brought into a situation for a reason. And you need to come out of the situation for a reason also. It's amazing. It's so powerful when you realize just how much of your work in a, in a season is going to help and influence someone else off season. Now, I want to share with you three things that would help you recognize, you know, when you are in over your head and start adjusting your life in a way that you can cope and take rest. An indication for you to take rest. First of all, you know, you... you you may feel the need to do everything at the same time when you begin to feel like that just know that you're no longer focusing on the one thing that you need to focus on in that season if it's pain if it's hurt if it's disappointment if it's anger if it's unforgiveness you have to focus on that thing at that season because there is an anointing that is connected to that season and that is going to help you get through the pain that get, get through the disappointment get through the forgive the unforgiveness and you have to deal with it right there but if you are going to accommodate so many things at the same time in your life just know you're running away from something secondly all that you think about is what you're going to do next. So if in everything in your mind, the emotions and your doing has to do with what I want to flow into next, what I want to do next, then you are not actually paying attention to what you're doing right now. And that makes you lose focus. So when you get that and when you realize that, just know you need to take a breather so you can readjust yourself to focus on one thing. And then thirdly, you are suppressing your emotions for busyness. The more you are busy, the more you are trying to be, you know, everywhere at the same time, accepting gigs here and there, here and there, you are not focusing on your healing. You are not focusing on surrendering. And the bonus one is you want to talk, but you don't really want to talk about it. Now, that is a powerful one because many times we want to discuss our pain. We want to open up our pains, but we also don't want to because we don't want to deal with the deep, the root of it. And that is another indication that you need to take a break or you need to seek help, all right? Now, a few things that have helped me cope, that have helped me adjust and have kept me away from a mental institution in that season was journaling, okay? And uh, um, when I say journaling, for me, journaling is easy because I have been writing for as long as I know 
you know for as long as I could remember from school high schools you know university my life has been a pen and a paper I have been writing everything anything that comes to my mind so journaling has really helped me in that season of my recovery where I would journal every single day about how I feel I would talk to you know I'll talk about how that day I am coping or not coping I would really be all out completely transparent with what I was writing and another thing that I've learned in the journaling part is that usually I used to say dear diary or dear me but this time I had to change my strategy because me and diary we can't help each other okay we can't help each other as much as sometimes we writing you would think it's just pointless but listen somebody is hearing those silent words okay so in my spiritual journey and growing as a christian i've learned to address my life to god and then every time i would write i would say dear god which is why there was the production of dear god um letter to god di- uh, notebook that i produced in 2021 and that on its own was so helpful in twin I, i produced in 2020 and then you know so every time i would write i would write dear god and i would tell god everything that i feel i would tell god how that day is how i am coping or how i'm not coping how i don't want to feel and how i am feeling and i would i normally journal in the evenings before i go to bed that way i am able to look at how my day went and look at all the emotions that I went through throughout the day and I'd be able to channel them down you know each one of the emotion that I felt if I was angry if I was sad if I was disappointed I would question everything to God and why it happened you know what what I went through when everything was happening and that was the journaling for me and the next thing that I also did is you know I focused on my spiritual life growing in my relationship with God, praying more, surrendering more to God. And I must say that the journaling part actually shifted me to more of my spiritual life because then I was able to interact one-on-one with God. And then scriptures will come to my mind and I would just write them down and I would know that the Holy Spirit is actually speaking back to me. So that helped me a lot in terms of guiding me, you know, and, um, my spiritual home as well the family that i was surrounded with also and most people in my church did not know what i was going through but you know the fellowship with them every sunday was encouraging you know and that also in a way lifted me up and i focused more on that and you know i i cried out to god god you know save me just like peter i cried out save me save me lord and you know you know god is always always looking for somebody to save he is always looking for somebody to heal somebody to give forgiveness to so whenever we shout save me lord he is right there and he's about to stretch his hand over your life and that's what he did for me and the last thing that helped me so much was that i opened up to my husband yeah what i did not understand or what i did not know when i was shutting him out was that i was actually being unfair to him in the sense that he was going through the same thing that i was going through i was not the only one that lost something he lost as well and sometimes when we go through our pain we forget 
that our partners are just as much hurting and we expect them to just adjust to how we are feeling miserable that we never stop to ask how they're feeling so when i opened up to my husband i realized how much i needed him as much as he needed me and we needed each other and that unlocked a lot of gems for us in our marriage and it strengthened us in our communication as well and that i think that was the second biggest thing that helped me cope because when i expected him to be frustrated by my frustrations and my attitude he wasn't i am so blessed to have a man that is so patient with me that when i am in too deep he's right above and just waiting for me to shout help to him as well so when i opened up to him he was right waiting for that moment and that was the moment where we both began to heal together we both began to surrender to each other and express how deeply hurt we were and that helped us connect and it helped us function as a couple throughout our healing process and that was literally the beginning of the healing process for both of us and it worked it worked so well for us the season of you being in over your head or drowning does not have to be a life prison for you it does not have to mean the end of goodness and mercy over your life there are so many resources that you can get connected to for your help mental health is a very serious issue and I was so lucky that I did not end up in a mental health facility but like I say I was like a step close to it and some people really need that step in order for them to function back in their lives so if you feel that you need the professional help you need to seek for it go out there and get it because you will lose your life while you are trying to hold on to it get professional help talk to somebody open up to somebody that you trust journal down how you are feeling use every resource that is available around you to get yourself healed you need the heal this in you 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 we cannot change the past we cannot change what happened or how it happened to us but when we you know come to terms with the hurt and we comes to we, we we begin our healing process we are actually not just doing it for ourselves now but we are doing it for our future selves and your future self is going to thank you for the initiative that you've taken to get your life together and that is the most amazing feeling you can ever have i am talking about this now because I have been able to deal with it. I did not want to talk about it then. I, I did not want to deal about deal with it then because I was so ashamed of what I went through. But the minute I began my healing, I began to express myself. And now I am talking about it because it is no longer a shame, but it is a weapon against the enemy over my life. It is a weapon that will help other women come to be, you know, regardless of what they had gone through. And that is what healing does. It takes your tests, your tests and turns them into testimonies. But you have to heal first. 
so that you don't break down every time you wonder what had happened or every time you talk about it it will be from a place of of life and not a place of despair